Hey friend, are you asking yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? I don't think so. I think there's something else that I'm meant to be doing. Welcome to the Painting Your Path podcast, where we have real conversations about what it takes to step out, be bold, and do you. I'm your host, Clarissa Castillo-Ramsey. Let's dive in. My next guest is Emily Harmon. You're going to love our conversation, but let me tell you a little bit about Emily first. She served in the military for 34 years as a naval officer and civilian federal employee. And in 2019, she decided, you know what, it's time for me to pivot out of this long-term career. And now she is a certified professional coach. Let's dive into our conversation with Emily. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thanks, Clarissa. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's so good to have you. And for those listening, Emily was one of the women that I featured in my Painting Your Path book. And she is definitely an inspiration for me starting this podcast. So Emily, could you just share a little bit about who you are and what you do? Okay. Um, So I I am a currently I'm a coach. I'm a, a life coach and I'm also a podcast host and I've been hosting my podcast for three years. I started all this work when I retired from working for the department of the Navy three years ago, three years ago today was my freedom day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Congratulations. Yeah. So that's exciting. And, um, I worked for the Navy since I was from 18 on, you know, I say worked cause, uh, I went to college at the Naval Academy and that's kind of work. So that time all counts towards my retirement. And, uh, it's a long time to, to do something like that. I enjoyed it. However, now I'm really doing what I love, podcasting, interviewing people, meeting people like you, Clarissa, uh, coaching, uh, helping people, you know, live a life that they would really, they, they really love, not just accepting, Mm. uh, this is okay, but loving their life. Uh, you and me both, you and me both. And I would love to ask you, so you had a long time career and What I guess sparked you to say, hmm, okay, I'm going to become a life coach. I'm going to start a podcast. Can you share about that, that transition time between deciding to leave and then where you are today? Yeah, it actually started before I left. So I retired in May of 2019, but in the summer of 2014, a, a friend of mine invited me to an event called the world domination summit. And that's an event that happens. Well, this year is going to be the very last year. It's the end of June, but it happens in Portland, Oregon. It's been going on for 10 years. And it's an event where I met. It's it's all about like living an extraordinary life and kind of an, in a non-conforming life in a life where, you know, a lot of people just conform, you know, go to a regular job like I was doing in the military, you kind of conform. So I saw all these people at this conference that were different than the kinds of people I had been around. And they were, they were free spirits. And um, I just really felt uh, I resonated with them. And I really liked that way of, of living. Some of them were traveling around the world, uh, couch surfing. Um, you know, my logical mind was like, well, how do you, how do you, how do you get health insurance? You know? And, and so it was kind of such a big contrast to how I had been living. I thought that's, that's what I really want. That put this little seed in my mind, but you know how it is when you go to a conference, you come back and you just kind of fall into your regular routine. So 
I ended up getting a promotion uh, and I couldn't retire. Well, I could, but I, I couldn't actually retire until 2019. That was the earliest age that I could retire. So I had five more years to work from that event, but it just put that seed in my planted that seed. And then I started listening to podcasts. Some of the people that were speakers at that event, I listened to their podcasts. One of them was Kathy Heller's don't keep your day job podcast. And that started putting some ideas in my mind. So my first thought was, well, I think I'll do a because my job had been director of the small business office for the Navy and the Marine Corps. So I thought, well, I think I'll do a podcast where I interview different small businesses about how they became successful in working for the in, in getting contracts with the Navy and the Marine Corps, or the federal government. But it just didn't. I noticed I just felt like uh, I didn't feel excited about it. And so it kind of evolved and one you know, to doing a podcast on facing adversity and moving forward. And I called it's the onward podcast. You've been my guest and I've evolved the theme. So one of the things I would say to your listeners is, you know, where you start, you just got to start. It may not be where you end up. So my podcast theme was the onward podcast, facing adversity and moving forward. And then as I started getting my own coaching after I retired and started going on my own inner journey, uh, rediscovering who I am because my dreams had become buried under amount of responsibilities. I changed it to overcoming adversity and, and discovering who you really are, you know, discovering ourselves Mm. along the way. And then I just recently changed it to, yeah, to create onward podcast, create a life you love living now. And the impetus behind that is right after I retired, I called it a graduation and I thought I was finally free and I could just do whatever I wanted. My daughter called and told me that her dad had cancer and I was attending that world domination summit at the end of June, right after a month after I retired. And two weeks after that, he was paralyzed in both arms from the cancer and I helped take care of him. So did my daughter and he, he passed away on December 11th, 2019. And I saw him die with regrets. He didn't talk a lot, Mm. but I knew he was regretting how he lived. Mm. And that was a gift to me and my children and, and to others, because that's why I talk about create a life you love living now, not when I retire, not when this happens, not when that happens, you know, what would you love today? And what, 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 what step could you take towards, or what could you do today that give, brings you more of what you would love into your life? We only are here a short time. Let's enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think I forget who, who did the research. I feel terrible not remembering her name, but the number one regret of the dying is not living a life on your terms. Right. And so I, so resonate with that. And, and Emily, I think you and I met through Kathy Heller's podcast as well. Yes. And the same thing for me, I really started this journey, listening to podcasts, getting inspired mm-hmm. by other people, meeting people like you. And for me, it was writing the book to help me process through how I was feeling and with the hope of getting learning from women who are paving their own way and doing the things that they love. So yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of similarities there. Right. And that that world domination summit, that's what it was people that were paving their own way. Whereas I, you know, in the military, you just like, you go from this level to this level to this level to Mm -hmm. this level. And, and um, you could, you really kind of can't paint your own path. And, and 
I like what you said about feeling your feelings that helped you process your feelings. You know, for my, for a lot of my life, I didn't really notice um, or allow myself to feel my feelings. So I tend to be somebody um, up until the past two years ago, when I really started uh, learning how to change myself, I, I was somebody who was always busy and never mm. stopped to feel my feelings. You know, when you're, when you're busy all the time, um, ask yourself, why is this? You, you might say it's your job, it's this and that, but really it, it might be deep down that you just are uncomfortable with being by yourself and feeling your feelings. Because when I retired, I was pointing at my job, you know, my job is keeping me so busy. So when I retire, I'm going to be free to do whatever right. I want. And when I retired, I was busier than ever. I mean, busier than when I was yeah. executive for the Navy. So the only, I didn't have a job to point at, I mean, or a boss, it was me. So I had Mm. to start looking at myself. Why am I so busy? Why can't I slow down? What am I uncomfortable about? And it was, it's a tough road to do that inner work, but it's so freeing. It's so worth it. Oh my gosh. I totally agree. And, and we are like two peas in a pod. I think for, for me, it's similar in the corporate space. You know, you get promoted, you get promoted, you get promoted. I had my dream job. And that was to be an internal coach at a well-established corporation. I got to do that. And then that job went away. So it was like, okay, what am I going to do now? So I I got promoted to the next thing and the next thing. And I was busy, busy, busy Mm -hmm. and not, but I knew kind of like similar to you when you were at the world domination summit, you, you met these people and you had this vision, like, Ooh, there's something here. And same for me. And I was like, Ooh, I have this vision. Yeah. And, um, and, and yeah, you're right. And for me, it wasn't really until I set that date and said, okay, enough is enough girl. Right. You've been talking about this forever and a day. It is, it is time to make the shift. And to your point, this truly has been the biggest self-development journey that I have been on, that I've taken, that I'm embracing. Yeah. And, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think one, one thing to, for uh, your listeners is to kind of notice your longings and discontent. Like I felt like I was too busy to have a meaningful conversation. It's one of the reasons I like podcasting like this, because we can really have a, a deep, meaningful conversation. And I, and I would see people working at like Starbucks or a cute coffee shop in their jeans with their laptop. And I'm like, I want to, I want, that's how I want to work. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go into the Pentagon in my high heels every day and be traveling around on a plane. And I, so when you notice something like that, sometimes we just notice it, but then we just kind of keep going. So mm-hmm. you got to make that space for yourself to reflect and to really notice what you're noticing, not just notice it and ignore it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How are you feeling about something? Are you, are you, is it propelling you forward or is it making you recoil? Right. And when, and when you think it's somebody else making you feel a certain way, instead of pointing the finger at them, like one of my coaches said, when you point a finger at somebody, you have three pointing back at you. Mm -hmm. So so let's just say that your boss is making you uptight, you think, and frustrated. What does that say about you? Go into yourself, not look at your boss, look at yourself. What is it? saying about you and about what you want? Yeah, such mm-hmm. a great question. Such a great mm-hmm. question. And Emily, what, what have you learned about yourself now being three years into your podcast, being on this journey 
that maybe was a surprise to you about becoming an entrepreneur? Um, about becoming an entrepreneur, I've learned that you don't have to work hard. You oh, can, say more. <laughs> yeah, you can be in flow. Um, like I worked with a coach to get that way though. And now I can help others with that because I've done it myself. But she said she, I was having this intake call with her and I was like all over the map, you know, because one of the things I, I, maybe it's ADHD or whatever. I'm like, I can, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. I'm all over the map. She brings up something. I'm like, Oh, I've got a book on that. I go get my book. She's like, Emily, let's focus right here. So I've learned the importance of, and the, that I have the ability that I didn't think I had to be in the moment and to stay present and to work in ease and flow. And I have created more space for myself. When I say, what, what does that look like? I mean, I'm not sitting at my desk 24 seven working, working, working. I have, you know, I go for a walk with my dog and I, I just recently just, I like to look for things that I haven't noticed before, you know, when I walk. So I noticed this water fountain and in the shade by the library. So I sat in that and journal or reflect, I create that free space for myself. So I've learned that that's something if I, I'm telling you, if I can do it, we can all do it. The other thing I've learned is a couple of things. You just start. It doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sometimes in our mind, we make things harder than they are. Like I just did my first webinar last night and it went great. And I was nervous about it because I didn't know if I was going to know the tech, but it's really was a lot easier than I made it out to be. And I thought to myself, Emily, you do these podcasts. You've changed. You've learned that you didn't know how to do that. So you could learn this. And I did. And it was easy. So sometimes we make things out in our mind harder. And then the other thing is that there's so many people out there when you start your own company telling you how you should do it. You should do this. You should do that. And you look at other coaches or other people who are successful in your space and you compare yourself to them. And the point is, is that you're not them and what worked for them may not work for you. And I just got off a call where um, one of my coaches was saying, we're all born like we're a seed, right? And we have this ability to bloom. Clarissa, you might be a rose and I might be a daffodil. So if I'm a daffodil seed and grow up being told I should have been a rose, try to be a rose and all this stuff, I can't do that. I'm not a rose. I'm beautiful as a daffodil. So something to think about. We all have gifts. Don't compare yourself to others. You're right where you're supposed to be. And I know people say that, but don't believe it. I believe it. Oh, I do too. I do too. And I love what you said, because you're right. When I started on this journey, oh my gosh, there were so many ways that you could build a business sell your art, create a course, coach, do group group coaching, do an online course. There's just so much information out there. And I don't know how you feel about this. For me, it it's a bit of experimentation because yeah. what I don't know, I don't know. Right. And and I definitely tried a lot <laughs> like me a lot too. of different things, listened to a lot of different people and you know, I always learned something. Right. So regardless, there's always something to take away. There's always something to carry forward. And I love what you said, because I do believe we innately 
know who we are. Like you said, if we take that time, and I talk about this too a lot, if you take time to reflect, if you take time to just build in, bake in that quiet space and, and see what comes up for you. Yeah. But by building that space that you don't think you have time for, you create more time. That's Uh, right. And, and uh, you know, I too, Clarissa have, you know, done things that other people have suggested and stuff. And that's the way you learn. Eventually you figure out what really works for you and you learn to trust your gut and your intuition and, and about what works for you. But I think, um, you know, I've got this long to-do list right now. And one of the things I'm going to do today is really go through it and figure out what are shoulds, you know, things I feel like I should be doing versus what I really want to do. What are things that are going to move my company forward and things that aren't, what are things that are good for my soul and things that aren't, you know, sometimes our lists get so long and we don't take a, a break to kind of readjust and reflect and ask why we just kind of go do it to check things off. That's how I am. Check it off the list. And, um, I'm learning to go back and, and question, you know, why are these on the list in the first place? Is it because of yes. an old pattern that I haven't gotten rid of yet? Oh my gosh. Yes. Wisely said. And for me, I like to do a brain dump list just to get it out of my head because I don't know about you. I like to, I'm old school. I like to r- actually write things down, write it out so that it's out of my head and out on paper. And I love what you said about just going back to that list and taking a look. And just because you wrote it there six months ago, doesn't, (laughs) doesn't mean you need to be working on it right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I keep a list. I do have a list of things I want to do in the future. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if I know I can't get it done right now, I'm going to put it off for later. And then later, maybe it doesn't become important anymore. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Emily, um, do you have a favorite quote or saying or, or any kind of affirmation that you could share with our listeners? Uh, I just like to have an affirmation that is about being and not mm-hmm. doing. Like, Oh, share more. Um, oh, I'm on the spot and I'm, I'm probably going to forget my affirmation, but I am being in all that I'm doing. And I go through my day in ease and flow. And when I say that in the morning, it helps me remember that it's not all about checking off a to-do list and that things can be easy. You can be in ease and flow and that I'm paying attention, not just to what I'm doing, but to who I am being. And I haven't always been that way. I'm, you know, achiever, check it off the list. When I saw Bruce on his deathbed, I know he wasn't thinking about what he didn't get accomplished at work. And he was very much of an achiever too. And that's not what was on his mind. Even though he didn't talk much, I know what was on his mind. It was regrets for how Mm. many ways he had lived his life for his relationship with me, his relationship with his children. Um, He said a few things that, you know, helped me see that, but guarantee you, he was not thinking about his to-do list at work. He could have cared less about work. And that was not the Bruce before he got sick. So one way to kind of get in touch with that part of yourself is to, is to, is to do a visualization meditation or visualization where you're imagining yourself visiting your elder wiser self, you know, your 90 year old self, and you're stressed out about something that you've got to get done this website, whatever it is. 
Right. This logo. Yeah. What would she or he say is important now for you to focus on? And, and so sometimes I think that's a, I do that visualization frequently because it really helps me get in the right perspective. Oh, I love that. And I think that is such a great takeaway from our conversation for our listeners to try mm-hmm. and, and see yourself as that 90 year old person. What are they, yeah. what are they telling you? Cause that 90 year old person is in you now. So mm-hmm. is your five-year-old self. Right. You know, what, one of the things that oh, the, I can't remember the book I was reading, but Deepak Chopra talks about this too. It's like, you're not your mind. You're the observer of your mind. And when you, if you're, if your hand got cut off, you'd still be here. You'd be observing your body, right? You're not your body. You're when you were five, like, let's say you describe yourself as I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a 20 year old woman. Um, I've got, I'm six foot two. I've got this and that. Well, is that who you really are? Because who, how would you describe yourself when you were five? You're the same person, right? How would you describe yourself when you're 80 or 90? So you're not necessarily that 20 year old person. You're the observer of your mind and your body and your, your, your mind. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, Yeah. yeah. Remembering that, um, is helpful too. Absolutely. That is so deep. And have you read the artist way? Yes. Mm -hmm. So there's an exercise that I'm going to totally butcher, but (laughs) it's in there and it's, it has to do with the morning pages. And she says, if you can't think about what to write, what would the, what would the five-year-old or the little girl or boy or whoever in you, what would they, what would they want to know? Or what would they want to tell you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, Emily, this has been such an enriching conversation. I could talk to you forever, mm-hmm. um, but I would love for you to share with our listeners, what is the best way for them to connect with you if they want to learn more about you? Um, you can go to my website, which is com, and connect with me on LinkedIn. But all that information uh, about my Facebook group, my podcast, and uh, my coaching programs is on my website, emilyharmon.com. Awesome. Thank you. And my last question for you, and this is a question that I ask everybody. So the name of this podcast is Painting Your Path. And I would love to know from you, what does that, what does that mean? It means it's, like it's summarized. It's a summary of what we just all discussed figuring out your path, not somebody else's path and not, you know, what you think you should, your path should be, but painting your own path. We're all unique. What's your path look like? Mm, Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Clarissa. And here are some takeaways from our conversation with Emily. You can do what you really love. You can find so much inspiration in podcasts. Where you start may not be where you end, but you've got to start. It's all about the iteration. And live now, not when you retire. 
you're still here. Thank you so much for staying until the end. That means a lot to me. If you got value out of this episode and know someone who would enjoy it too, please share it with them. And you know what else? I would love it if you subscribe to the show. And you know what could top that even more? Is if you wrote a review. I would love to hear what you think about the show. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next week.